Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Good morning, Houston. Punch him out there, Raj. No, we got to punch him on the, on the, right here, Raj, on the phone. Oh, wow. It's his birthday. I'm sorry, Houston. He's a little distracted, man. It's Roger's 60th birthday today. Oh, God. Loser, Roger, happy birthday. I'm sitting here in Little Rock, Arkansas, listening to this grandchild, this sweet grandchild boy, come on to talk to his daddy. How about that? My two grandsons real quick, man. Isn't that so, what, you? What are you doing in Little Rock? Uh, I'm here seeing my mom, and I'm going to talk to... ULR's volleyball team, Mike Cherry, a former player of mine. Daughter plays for the ULR volleyball team. We're going to watch a little volleyball tonight. Did Did you say Mike Cherry? Yes, sir. Do you yes, remember, sir. Roger or Trey, what yeah. we used to say? Put Cherry Put in. Cherry Put in. Cherry in. Put Cherry in. Put Cherry in. on the sideline for the New York Giants Yeah, as well. he did. He got him a ring. Yeah. He got his Super Bowl ring. Did he use him for he the Giants? He, he was about 22 and 3 uh, for me. At Murray State. At, uh, Murray yeah. State. Back-to-back championships, and uh, what a leader! Excellent quarterback, and uh, just outstanding. Big, big dude too. What six, six five? What he? Yeah. Ever bit. Ever uh, bit. We've got five. we've got yeah. Trey Reed here from the Arkansas Game and Fish, uh, Houston, and I you know I don't know if we've ever asked Houston, do you do much uh, outdoor stuff like hunting or fishing or things like that? Okay. <laughs> Come on, Houston. I was counting on you, man. <laughs> He's busy playing sports. His, 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 his dad said nothing but basketball and football, right? Hey, Trey. Now, I did a little fishing now, and uh, Dickie was really good. He, he loved it. But um, I had to have a bite within about the first, you know, a minute and a half. I, I feel you. That's yeah, how- he could out there. yeah, he could sit out there all day. I couldn't. But no, we're pretty much on the asphalt or the hardwood or. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, uh, Houston, it's never too late. We, we've we've turned David Basil into the yes. consummate outdoorsman yes. over the past few years. Killed so my first deer uh, the when, other when, day. When you're ready, let me know. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's dive in real quick. What you think of uh, the Hawks' performance uh, in Tuscaloosa? I tell you what, great effort. Played hard. Well, they had Alabama right there. I really thought. That's uh, going to get that W in Tuscaloosa right there, boy. And where they came back the second half. Let me ask him, Jackson, the defensive end, where's he from? He's from Texas, but he, he first his first year or two, he was at LSU. So he came out of Texas, oh. and, uh, yeah, they couldn't block him. He he put on about 30 pounds of extra weight last, uh, last this offseason. He's 6'7", 280, 275, and very very lean. And that that's the best game he's had. Listen, he only had two sacks last year altogether. So wow. had three and a half sacks. It was the most against the Alabama team since, since you were coaching, 2006. So, yeah, he really had a good game. Boy, he looked good. And that's the first time I really noticed him. I said, man, I can't, can't block that guy. So – that, that was good to watch. And then number 16, now we talked about the Isaiah last week about getting him the Titania. ball. Yep. And I, I, I love love what he did. And so to me now, David, it's it's a new season. And uh, this, this is this is it. It starts at home. I always worried a little bit about the 11, a, 11 a.m. game at home. And that's where the players, boy, you, you're eating your pregame meal now at 7 a.m. Hey, let's get, let's, let's wake up. Yeah, uh, get the sleepies out, and let's get ready to go. Uh, but you take that effort, you take that kind of effort though, versus Alabama, and you're going to win Saturday. I just believe that. I've, I've seen you know Mississippi State play a couple of games, and uh, Arkansas is better. And so you're at home, hey, at sacred ground, and they got to be real uncomfortable, especially the first five minutes. 
Two thoughts on that uh, about the 11 o'clock start. This will be the third 11 o'clock start they've had, so they've got obviously some experience. Two, two out of the last three games have been in 11. They're back at home for the first time in five weeks. Houston, how crazy is that? You know, I mean, that is just nuts. They have not been at home that long. So I think the crowd will be good. I think they'll be glad to get back. I'm like you. They got blown up by LSU and uh, Alabama at home. Uh, Arkansas played those two teams close on the road. So um, they, I think they're the better team. They do have the toughest schedule according to ESPN Power Rankings right now. Arkansas does, uh, but the, here's the deal: Houston, you got five games left. You got to win four to go to a bowl game. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that they can? And do you think they'll win the four? You think about it, you got you got uh, Mississippi State, you got Florida, you got Auburn, you got Florida International, and you got Missouri. You know, it starts this Saturday, right? And to me, you win that one. You win that one. You, you get your mojo, you get your confidence going now, and when you look at the schedule, there's there's nobody on there that just really scares you to right, death. Now. Right, I mean, right. you're, you're you know Auburn is is not anywhere where they've been in the in the years past. Yep, and that's a winnable game at home. Florida, you don't know who you're going to get, but they're you know I, I don't see Percy Harvins and Tim Tebow's. <laughs> I, I don't see that. Right. So I, I just think they're all winnable. And you just do the little things right and, and take care of the ball and defense Brandon Jackson, go do what you're doing. And my goodness, I, I just I just think you can you can get there. And uh Florida International is on the schedule too. Yep. You knock that out. And then Missouri's of all the games, Missouri's the one that's playing the best. Yep. Yep. And uh but, that, but they're at home. So just hey, take them one at a time. I really think that, that you can win. Uh, you know enough to get to a bowl game and, and uh, finish the season right. Yeah, I, I think we've been talking about Houston. I think we all agree that, that they should beat Mississippi State, they should beat Auburn, they should beat Florida International. So they've got to win one of the two. I think it's going to be tough to beat yeah. the, the Florida down at the swamp, even though the Gators is not are not as good as they normally are. Uh, Missouri is playing the best ball it's played in a while, but you got them at home, so it's going to be that game. I think unless they f- stumble against Florida or. or um, or Mississippi State, which I don't think they will. I think it will be one of those two games right. that decides where they go to a bowl game. I uh, do want to uh, do want to thank Reed's Metals for sponsoring Houston each week. Five zero one seven seven Metal, or you can check them out online at reedsmetals.com. By the way, too, Roger, uh, the sponsorship for Landon Jackson is out there. So we got five more weeks from this guy. You just named the Bedneric Player of the Week, National Player. Uh, and so we have an opening for a sponsorship for his call for the next five weeks. If you want to do that, call our station and talk to sales, 664-9410, and uh, we can get that done. We, uh, did you hear what Nick Saban said about um, about KJ, uh, KJ Jefferson and his effort uh, when he had when he had the, uh, the the defender on him and he threw him off? I, I missed that. He said, uh, Josh, do you have that? Can you get the uh, Nick Saban uh, deal real quick and play for Houston? It was – it was one of the more remarkable plays. We've seen him do this before. We saw him do it at BYU last year where he, he actually has about three defenders that he gets off of. But this one was a guy where he this guy had locked on him. I think it was number three, which is probably an outside linebacker or safety type. And it was like a fight fight to the death. And uh, and and so you thought he was going down. If you listen to the, uh, the, the play-by-play, they said, well, he's, he's sacked. He's, he's, he's sacked. You want the play and the uh... – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do them both if you got them. Yeah, here you go. Alabama stacks the box, bring pressure. Jefferson in trouble. Jefferson won't go down though and gets out of there and he dumps the ball off. It's caught inside the 20 yard line and all the way down to the 10. You know, when a quarterback can take a major college football player and sling him off like a gnat on a cow's ass, I mean, that that that, that was one of the most impressive plays I've ever seen a player make. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's uh, a good description, huh, of what he did. I tell you what, he's done, you're right, Dave. He's done that several times. He's so strong, so hard to get down. And then what you like, it seems like every time he, he does that, when he escapes like that, his eyes are down the field. He makes a big play. He does. Yeah. He does. And I'll tell you, you know, we can say what we want to. The offense looked better in the second half. Maybe Alabama got complacent. But the key to two of those drives – he had a 20-yard scramble in both of the drives that resulted in touchdowns. And when he starts running around, it loosens up a defense. All of a sudden, you, you don't feel comfortable, and you're looking around, and you don't make that hard commitment, maybe getting upfield, or you're just you're worried about him. And I think that was a key there. did want to ask you, too, about um, uh, Cam Little. Kicked four 50-yard field goals. Wow. He's made his last 10 in a row, Roger. We didn't mention that yesterday. He's kicked four over 50. Unreal. You know, you've been around. You, obviously, you've been in this state when some of the greatest kickers ever have kicked here. He's having one of those kind of years this year. Of course, every time I hear that name, Little, you know what <laughs> yeah. I think about. No yeah. doubt. I think yeah. about Little. Yeah. And so that's a good, good name. But you're, y'all are right. Boy, this Cam, he's so accurate. And every time he steps on the field, you feel good. Hey, this is this is three. This is three every time he goes out on the field. You do right. now. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. you just do. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He called him, uh, what did uh, Sam call him? He asked in the press guy, he called him a badass. Little, he called him a little badass is what he called him. Well, you know. You, I used to be, now listen, back in the day when you were coaching Houston or even when you were playing and, and Baz, when you were back in the that uh, our kicker was a weapon. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. I mean, that was a valuable part of the game and as well as a punting team. No doubt about it, and that's you know we always talk about the that third of the game, but uh, sometimes you know you just kind of take it for granted. But boy, when it comes right down to it, it we you always want to feel like boy, anytime we cross the thirty-three yard line, hey, we got three points, and uh, you don't always feel that way. But with this guy, yeah. with little, you do. Uh, the only thing, the only beef I had with the game, the play calling in the first half, you had twelve yards rushing, twelve. You, you, you're struggling already. You, you, to run the ball, and we we still have this pattern of a run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, run, pass. Uh, you know, we just don't take enough shots. And then again, you mentioned Satania. We've been asking where's Satania? Why why is he not getting more reps? Because the rumor was he was not catching the ball in practice or whatever. We get to the game and it, it runs a nice route there at, at the goal line. Has a bullet thrown at him, catches it. You know, and it's also and had another reception. You want those? Get him out there. Get him more involved. He's the best athlete you got. You know. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And and you're right. That was a bullet in all hands. Yep. Great job. Looked the ball in. Caught the ball with his hands. You just know this about Isaiah. You know he can run. He has speed. And so uh, get him the ball. I agree with you a thousand percent. And then, you know, the, the, the deep ball is the other thing. The thing about a deep ball is it, it, it sends a message like, hey, you better back up. That's right. And a lot of times, you know, you don't ever know. It's, it could be a 50-50 ball or it could be. Uh, a pass interference call. You know, a lot of times corners, they, it, you can lose. They lose track, and they, they get a little nervous when you start creating separation. They reach out and grab you. So, you know, I always felt like some good things could happen, you know, especially, yep. you know, days we had Anthony Lucas and, and these receivers, where you just Marcus Monk and these guys, where you felt good about always throwing to them. And to me, they're the ones that help your running game. When yep. they know that you're going to throw yep. it down the field and a little have a little creativity, and mix it up and, and get the ball to your speed guys like Isaiah. Hey, if things it keeps the defense that coordinator keeps them up now. I agree 100. percent Thanks again to Reed's Medals for sponsoring uh, uh, Houston each week. Today, Houston 100-year checks being honored by the Boys and Girls Club of Central Arkansas. That would include 
the clubs that you probably went to, I would imagine, as a kid. Um, I, I think, Roger, I read, too, I'll mention this today at that I'm seeing at Houston, that it's the eighth, lar- or the eighth oldest boys and girls club organization in the country. Really? They've been around 100 years. Oh, wow. And so I was just going to ask you, what were your memories of any of the boys and girls club back in your youth? Oh, David, it, it, it's the greatest. Besides the deaf school, that was really uh, our playground, my brothers and I. We we always were down there. Uh, I mean, we, we had our little peewee teams and whatever we're playing. And I don't know if you remember the boys club down there in Little Rock where you kind of had to go upstairs in the gym that, that I could just, you know, you hear that ball bouncing and brings back memories uh, of all those times. It's just it's just the greatest. They do so much and um, – We've always been a supporter of the Boys and Girls Club and always appreciate what, what they did. Man, you can hear that. Now that you say it, Coach, I can hear that at the Boys Club where we were. Obviously, it was where, as a child, you learned bumper pull. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, it, if you were there in the lobby or something like that and you could hear maybe one or two cats in the gym because of the echo of that basketball. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. The echo. That's it, Roger. That's the, the, echo that's of the it, word yeah. right there. The echo of the ball bouncing is the that's immediately the first thing you heard. Yeah. Trey, Trey, did you guys have the the Boys and Girls Living Pine Bluff? Yeah, we did. We did. Pine Bluff, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spent what was a lot it? Of time what was it? Just called know, uh, Melinda Mayo's husband, Mark, was uh, kind of the guy that almost ran things. Is I that mean, right? He was like the he was like a coach, an official. He he he, he was a referee, an umpire, all, all the all the boys clubs. Well, some of the names I, I can't recall. Them I think one was Billy Mitchell and a few others sure. that may have been around. Some yeah. of the, yeah, some of the names are new, but some of them have been around for a long time. I, I did want to ask Houston before we let you go too, Roger and uh, Trey and I were talking about uh, uh, d- disgusting smells that you like. There's a list of, and, and some have said like gasoline or nail polish or chlorine or those kind of things. Well, I'll tell you one, whether you like it or not, a st- distinct smell is walking in the locker room, sure. whether it be high school or, or especially the mildew of pads. It's the musk. The, mil- the musk. Uh, Houston, you've been around a few of those, haven't you? Hey, when you said that, David, the, the first thing that came to my mind is walking down Little Rock Central, walking down the steps of our dressing room, and immediately the smell would hit you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but it was a comfort. It was a real comfort zone for us because that 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 knew that hey, everything's gonna be all right. That, that <laughs> smell were we were we were used to. If you have not been, for, for those who have not been in a, a locker room that's stinky, smell, decades of, of jock smell, you know, sweaty jocks. Yeah. And the mildew. It is, it is the, a the distinct. The athletic tape blends in yes, there with it. it, it yes. you know. There's it a pine saw bleach smell. <laughs> it's a distinct <laughs> smell. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, Houston, the Hogs will get back on track. You know, obviously a, a losing streak of, of five games. and But I do think they get back on track this week. Hopefully it'll be a, a nice win and we can have something fun to talk about next week week yeah. absolutely absolutely this is it. all right Houston thanks so much yeah, buddy thanks, have Welcome a great day home. all right thank you everybody right, have a good day that's Houston that brought to you by um, Reeves Metals Pole Barnes Metal Roofing they'll take good care of you there and uh